Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Throw balls far. You want good words? Data languages. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be all, end all, know it all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Paul Jones Drug Tuesday out there, everybody. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. We'll get into all kinds of stuff today, Jared. It's a pretty awesome week in high school football. Looking at the Oklahomans' top 10 games of the week, there are some doozies in the top 10. We can discuss some of those. College football. ESPN came out with a list of their top 10 most important games to the college football playoff. And then they went with five more after that that just missed the cut. And then they went with five surprises. There was one conference severely lacking on this list and I wonder if that's warranted or not and then also maybe what's what's a game in your mind that could that could end up mattering which one on this list won't Big Ten getting all kinds of love with three of the top ten Big Ten games and then another one with a Big Ten team involved in a non-conference game so we can talk about that list and then uh, the big story today will be the Ryder Cup captain's picks. I think they'll be announced in the middle of our show. I think that 9.30 is the announcement time. So here's what we're going to do right off the top. Oh, 9 o'clock Eastern. 9, 9 o'clock Eastern. So we got to get it. We can't look at Twitter. We've got to give our opinion on who you think it should be and who you think it will be. Like an hour ago? No, no, no. 9 o'clock our time. Like right now. 10 o'clock oh, Eastern. Right now. Yeah. Oh. So who you think it should be, who you think he's going to pick. And I will fight to the death over one guy that everybody's going to get mad about. But I think I've got a plenty good enough argument to where it makes sense to have him on the team. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give Skull Shoots a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime right in at 225 96 Nine eight. If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. Log on to kadsam.com or download the Paragon app. The app has it all. It's got the radio. It's got the penny news. It's got Big Elk and Paragon TV, every single bit of it. It's got right there at your fingertips for free to download that app. And then also, Skinny on Sports Podcast is available to you. 
just wherever, wherever podcasts are, wherever you go to listen to pod, podcasts, they are available to you right then and there. How are you doing today, Jared? Very well, very well, very good. How are you? I am good. I'm really excited to see what these picks are going to be, mainly just because I can't wait to watch the implosion by Twitter when one particular name is announced. When a name is announced. When a name is announced. Interesting. Okay. Because I it from all reports, Justin Thomas is 100% going to be on this team. And Justin Thomas 100% should be on this team. Is that the that the is, guy you alluded to earlier? A hundred, yes, no okay. doubt. I mean, it, it is going to cause people to get their panties in a wad and throw a fit. Here is my thing. I can understand the argument against him. He didn't even make the playoff. He hasn't played great. But, but uh, here's the, the truth of it is, though, it's also a two-year qualifying process. Mm-hmm. What did he do last year? Well, he won a major it's a good point. He won at the PGA. And, but, but here's the biggest point about Justin Thomas and the reason why he has to be on this team. His record in the Ryder Cup is 6-2-1. and one. Mm. His record in Europe is 4-1. and one. That's why he has to be on this team. And that's why he's going to be on this team. And, and here's another truth of it. <clears throat> There's going to be all this... All the all these things said, oh, he doesn't deserve it, and so-and-so deserves it. If so-and-so deserved it, they would have qualified automatically and not needed a captain's pick. That's true. There's six guys that, quote-unquote, deserve it, and you won't hear their name today because they qualified automatically. After that, it's subjective because the, no one else deserves it because they didn't qualify. <clears throat> like Keegan Bradley is going to be somebody that's brought up over and over and over today. Okay. He did win the Travelers, which was right after the U.S. Open in June. Outside of that, he has had one top 10 since the players one top 10 since the players so he's supposed to be in this great form unlike justin thomas i wouldn't say that lucas glover is going to be another name lucas glover got hot with the putter for two weeks recently and won twice you know what else he didn't do Hmm. play in a major because he's been so bad he didn't even qualify for any of the four majors and thank goodness these picks weren't a couple of weeks ago, after Lucas had won his second straight tournament, what's he done since then? Went back to playing the golf that he had been for two years, or however many years. I mean, so all this, your form has to be so great. Yeah, he won twice. Outside of that, 22nd and 18 afterwards, and top 20, cut, 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 cut. Move on. Tony Finau. He looked like a lock when he was beating John Rahm down in Mexico. He's fallen off, too. And so the truth of it is there isn't a good replacement 
for Justin Thomas that checks all the boxes everybody wants him to check. And so since there isn't a good replacement, don't replace him. Yeah. That's a good argument. If someone doesn't like him on it, go, well, who would you put there? And they probably couldn't give you an answer. They would give you one of those two. Right. <clears throat> but the numbers that you just said are argument uh, for for Thomas. Yeah. Every I, I, I don't want Will's like – it's not going to be, but I'd like Keegan Bradley and Lucas Glover. See, not me. I want JT. Because when it comes down to it, on Sunday in Rome, I know without a shadow of a doubt that JT is not scared of that moment. I don't know about that about Keegan That's Bradley and Lucas Glover. That's a good point. I don't know that about him. I, I just don't. I do about him. And I do about him over there. Four and one in Europe in the Ryder Cup is an unbelievable mark. That is pretty good. Now the last guy, I, I, it's going to be Ricky, Colin Morikawa, Kepka, JT, and Jordan Spieth. Those five is who it's going to be. The last guy, it could be Bradley, it could be Glover. I bet it's Sam Burns. I bet it's Sam Burns. And here's the deal about that team. If it is that team with the other six that qualified, it's going to be the first time since 1993 that the collection of American Ryder Cuppers have a winning record in the Ryder Cup for their career. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what's so significant about 1993? It's also the last time the Americans won the Ryder Cup on foreign soil. I feel like I should have known that one. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, no offense to... I mean, that's a long drought. 30 years. <laughs> that's a long drought. 30 years. I mean, in... in no offense to the to the Lucas Glover or the Keegan Bradley, there there's reasons for it, for sure. I mean, but w- I have a hard I just I just have such a hard time, especially with Glover. Nobody even knew he existed until three weeks ago. They forgot all about him, and he goes win win, and then he's back in back outside the top twenty. I mean. Two weeks in a four-week span, that's that's enough to get you in the Ryder Cup just because of when you did it? Just because it was so close to the date? No. I don't think so. There's a reason why there's never, ever been an American player play the Ryder Cup when they didn't qualify for a major the year of it. It's never happened. It's never happened. Yeah. And for me... It's just me. So, I'd rather go. So, I'd rather go down swinging with somebody that I know can thrive in that moment than somebody that played pretty good a couple weeks ago. And you know me. That's what I like. To, I like. Uh, I'm recent, right? I like the who's yeah, hot and now. See, and there, stuff. there's but, some truth to that too. But I, mean, I do like what you're, everything you're saying. He doesn't seem like a guy that has he had a good year. No. But what I took away from when was it a couple weeks ago? How relaxed even a loss he was and he just he said i'm blessed to play this game and you know a couple breaks and he he could be okay but um 
But Mandy does like this. He likes this competition. He likes Europe. I'm, I'm all. I, I, I'd, I'd be okay with him on the team. Yeah, <clears throat> it's going to happen. I think, and I, th- I think it should. I, I think he's. I, I think if, if the reports are right, the six he's going to pick, I think, are the six he has to pick. And just get ready for the criticism if you lose. So, admit it, you're frantically looking for it right now, aren't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I got him. Name him. Oh, here it is. Yep, that just popped up for me. Go for it. That's exactly what I said. Brooks Kepka, Ricky Fowler. Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, and Justin Thomas. He got it right. I believe he got it right. There we go. With, there with, it is. With, to me, Keegan Bradley being the, the biggest snub. Lucas Glover maybe after that. But... Can we talk about Ricky? Oh sure. You like him on this team? Absolutely. I, I think he's he's another guy that has he he says see he has consistently played well throughout the season. Mm-hmm. You know, he after, has. He's had after a good, the struggles yeah. that he's had, he's been. You know, we started noticing him. Oh, there's Ricky again. Oh, there's Ricky again. And then all of a sudden, now he's in the in the battle for the U.S. Open, and he wins a couple weeks later. You know, he has been. He's consistently brought his game back, you know, to to, yeah. a, to a really really high level. And and here's the deal. This isn't the safe choice. Zach, the, the the team that Zach Johnson put together, it's not the safe choice. If you wanted to make the safe choice and try to avoid criticism, you'd put. Glover and and Keegan Bradley, instead of maybe even maybe even Spieth, but, but he didn't, and I'm glad he didn't. I, I like I like what he's done. Question on the text line about Hovland. Yeah, Hovland will be there. He, he's on the other team, unfortunately, for the Americans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's from Europe, so he's not right. on this team. Still but he cool will, though. I mean, he will have, be there. You're gonna have. Uh, Fowler on one team and, and Hovland on the other. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Be nice to see them play at the end. That would be fun. Like in the singles. That would be fun. All right, here's here's another question. Because, honestly, Glover, you can talk about Glover and you can talk about Keegan Bradley. I think they're – I've just had the one-track mind. I actually think there's a bigger snub than that. Mm. But it's a guy that I don't think really even got much consideration. And he didn't get much consideration because of where he plays. Who's that? Bryson. Oh yeah. His name hasn't really hasn't really been brought up. No, because I don't. There, I mean, here's the truth of it. I don't know how much that anybody wanted to pick Brooks Kepka either. Xander's automatically on the team. I guess we need to fire that out there. All 12. So, Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, 
Brian Harmon, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, and Max Homa were the six automatic qualifiers because of the points. And then these other six were the captain's picks. So that's the full team. But look at what, you know, Bryson, I think this is one of those unintended consequences, at least for now, of making the choice to go to live. Brooks was impossible to keep off the team. He played in four tournaments that count all year long, and it took him till the Tour Championship, or the week before the Tour Championship, to knock him out of the top six because he played so great in the majors. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So there was no way he wasn't going to make it. That would have that even looked petty for the PGA Tour guys. But the rest, I mean, it just kind of shows you what you're going to have to do. At least right now with the way that everything emotionally is so supercharged with this stuff and being on these teams. That's what you're and, – and here's the deal. I wonder if it changes a little bit for the President's Cup because it's more international instead of just Europe. You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and it feels like the live is more international than just Europe. Maybe it's a little bit more acceptable for the live guys to play the president's guy. It's not as prestigious. Another name that we haven't mentioned, what about Cam Young? What about him? He's another snub. He's another guy that people are going to talk about being on the team. Yeah. So, anyhow, that's the team. I think Europeans make their choices next week to fill out the end of their team. And they, they're going to have another guy that's never – that uh, they may have their second guy ever that hasn't played in a major the year of a Ryder Cup, and that's going to be Ludwig Aberg. Does that name ring a bell? He played at Tech. He just got, he just got done with his collegiate career at Tech. And so he didn't really have a chance to, you know, because he's so young. But he's been, man, he's good. I think he's going to be a pick on the European side. And he's only been out there playing tour events for, you know, half the summer or whatever. And he's already made that big of a, kind of that big of a mark. Right. To where he's going to be able to get into that European side knocking out guys like Sergio that have all the Ryder Cup. But I think you make that chance. I think you can take that chance when you're playing on your own soil. It's a lot harder to do that when you're on the road. Right. And I think as much as any, his record and the fact that it's not in America is why Zach Johnson took Justin Thomas because he trusts him more on foreign soil than some of these other guys that, that don't have as much of that experience doing it. And I think he's right. What else we got? Softball? Hey, big, big, big district softball game tonight right here in Elk City. Woodward coming to town? Oh, yeah. It's This could potentially be the result of this game could potentially be the decider between getting to play a, a regional at home and having to go on the road. 
Woodward's beaten Elk City twice this season, basically walk-offs both times. I think the last game went 15 innings. The Elkettes are 2-2 two and two in district, Woodward 4-2. and two. Then the Elk City goes to Bethany on Thursday. They're 4-1, and one, setting in second. So this is a big, 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 big week for the Elk City Elkettes softball team to try to get back up there. You know, they were walked off by Weatherford, who's leading the district with a home run from Teasley, a three-run bomb in the last inning. So the Elkettes are right there on the cusp of being one of, if not the best team in 4A1 in, on the softball field. And this week will be a this week will go a long way. Today, here and at Bethany on Thursday will go a long way. So get out there. So they had a nice little start to their week last night. Beat Kingfisher. Walked in. They're already up like thirteen to one after like two or three innings. Yeah, they're they're playing good. That's a big game tonight. When you know the fans will show up and be loud. Usually are. Also, after that's over, <clears throat> or maybe, I don't know, it's probably at the same time, I'll be at the football field. A little middle school football. Oh, cool. El Reno coming to town. We saw a little preview the other day. That's right. With the scrimmage there. So we'll see what happens. What time that one kick off? 5.30 for the 7th grade, 7 o'clock for the 8th grade. Awesome. We'll get our first glimpse of the Junior Elks tonight. I got news for you. If you get there, if you don't get there at 5.30 and El Reno kicks off, you might miss one. You might miss a touchdown. Because my man DeCure can get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw a little bit of that at the scrimmage, right? Yeah. 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 It's a pretty easy offense to run. To cure right, to cure left. <laughs> if you get tired of that, and write him up the middle. That's <laughs> oh, gonna be fun to watch. Can't wait. Big cool. Riley on the other on the eighth grade team. Oh yeah, the future of the program getting started. When we come back, I've got this list. Uh, the most important games for the college football playoff shaping. We'll talk about it next. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street. Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back, Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It's a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Thank you to the gang at Paul Jones Drug, Rodney, and everybody at 809 North Main Street, right here in Elk City. Paul Jones Drug is the oldest compounding pharmacy in oklahoma all right i'm sorry in elk city maybe oklahoma but for sure elk city that means they uh, are it's worth looking into that means they are experienced compounding maybe the salesperson will get on that we got free local delivery drive-through pickup curbside testing and vaccinations all available at paul jones drugs also those blister packs which is their long-term care unit packaging 809 north main Paul Jones Drug Care. You can trust him. We'll call it 225-2121. Okay, Jared. So, 
<clears throat> looking at this list of the top 10 according to your favorite college football writer, Heather Dinich. Take that back. I would have taken somebody. People I, might believe I would you. Have, I would have chose somebody else, but I don't. I People don't might believe you. <laughs> Take it back. It's not really Jared's favorite college football writer. Maybe least favorite. I mean, it's clear why she's employed by ESPN. Still employed. Liberal. <laughs> she. <laughs> Whoa, that is. Is that misogynist? Well, I mean, why, why is she the guru of college football playoff? I don't know. I wish I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start like keeping a record every That's time what she I goes need you on to do. and go. Okay, you said back on October whatever that this team had a clear path for the playoff, and then when it's wrong, well, there's another one you're wrong on, Heather. Well, here's the problem. She she's right about the fact that they have a clear path to the playoff. She would be wrong if she's picking them to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, right now. Guess who's got a clear path to the playoff right now? Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, every freaking team in the Power Five, if they win every game. True. Everybody has a clear path 100%. to the playoff right now. I can be Heather Dennich. Watch this. Exactly. Everybody's got – you know who's got a clear path to the playoff right now? Rutgers. Just win them all. Yeah. Easy. E- easy peasy. I can do that job. Now, but I'm seeing a trend with her when it comes to this rhetoric gets – poo-poo on the big 12 well that's obvious why jared uh it's horrible no because I mean, what, because what? the big 12 was you, you you associate the big 12 with fox more than you do espn oh well, there you go see what i'm saying yeah yeah which is kind of why it's surprising that she's so high on the big 10 big 10 yeah but i don't think there's any doubt that 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 plays into well, her maybe she's looking for a job at peacock or wants to be on big noon kickoff Anyhow, so the number one game on her list, I think it's hard to argue this one. I mean, it's definitely one of the top few, is Ohio State at Michigan. Correct. I can. It's hard, it's hard to, to not – we can go back and forth whether it's number one, but it's definitely one of the, those handful of games that's going to matter. You, you almost can't you – can't, you really even can't build a case. I mean, I guess you could build a case where Ohio State loses to Notre Dame, loses to Penn State, so they're really out of it. Michigan loses to Penn State. But even then, you feel like the Wolverines would be in a position to win this game and then maybe still get into the playoff mm-hmm. as the second Big Ten team. So it's hard to it's hard for me to, um, to build a case where both of these teams, or at least one of these teams, won't be involved in that playoff discussion by the time they play on November 25th. Yeah, they uh, because of the date of the game, you know, what if Michigan slips up against Penn State, like you just said, right? And, and same thing with Ohio State. Yeah, they could suffer a loss, win this game, get in the Big Ten championship, win that game, find a way to get in. Well, if they both lose to Penn State, they ain't getting in the Big Ten championship game. Well, you know, I mean, with one loss, though, well, there's a, there's still argument with that one loss. Yeah, to, to not just like we've seen Alabama do a time or two, miss the SEC title game yet make it into the playoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but it, it, for that not to be a, a consideration, they'd both have to have two losses going into this game. That's I don't see 
When I see this see that happening. list, when I see this title of this article, 10 Games That Impact the College Football Playoff, I think of, okay, a, a game or 10 games that have what we call a ripple effect, right? Like, okay, if that team, if this game goes the way, you know, if, it's, or if there's an upset in this game, well, that could allow this team from this in the same conference or same division to get in. Not, you know, so... The Ohio State-Michigan thing really applies to me, and I'm, without reading the full synopsis here of what she said, of just Ohio State and Michigan. You see what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because, but- because it feels like it's already a playoff game at this point if they both come in undefeated or with one lot, or with one team with one lot. You know what I mean? It just feels like, okay, whoever wins this game is going to get in. You see, I'm, that's where I'm going with this. It doesn't feel like, well, if Ohio State loses, that gives Notre Dame a chance, or that gives it might if Notre Dame if Notre Dame if that's beats their them. only loss, and then they're I don't know. I mean, but here's where that's it, how I look at this. Here's list. the ripple effect it has on everybody else. If they're both undefeated, does the winner does the loser still get in? Exactly. That's why why there would be little ripple effect. Yeah, it, it's the a case. ripple effect of every conference there is. But if the ripple saying, effect of somebody, if they're both undefeated and one of these loses, that's knocking somebody out. That's that has the that's oh, across yeah, the yeah. entire country. Yeah, depending on who it is. Right. I think we. But I it's think so. We're here's the deal. On the same thing, but we're not seeing it the same it way. It can't. But, it can't have that big giant effect through the season because it's the last week. Yeah. You know, the, if if this game was in week three, then you could. You I know think what I'm saying? A bigger, yeah, and there are games that are earlier in the year on this list that will have that kind of effect, like both Texas, Alabama. I mean, we'll get there. Yeah, or, or the, both these teams playing Penn State, Florida State, LSU. See that? That's that where game. to me that one is the the first. I mean, obviously it's the first weekend, but that that Florida State LSU that one to me affects like what you're saying. A lot more. It affects the the teams in a, but it's in a different way because they both. The loser of this isn't out. This isn't the Pac-12. From years past. No. The loser of this is not out, because they're going to have a chance, with games subsequent games on this list to get themselves back in it. But the winner of this game, this is this is almost to me akin to OU Ohio State a few years ago. Because I could absolutely see the argument coming down to these two for the fourth spot. A lot the way it did that year with OU and Ohio State. And it was a pretty easy choice. Well, guess what? They beat them. Yeah. I, I think it's that one's... Uh, the. You know, I, I can't. I mean, I guess Texas and Bama is kind of like that too. If if you know, do you take a let's say Bama wins, but then Texas runs the table, wins the Big Twelve with one loss. Bama loses later on, say to LSU, doesn't even get to play in the SEC title game. Who do you pick? Texas won the conference. Bama beat them. <laughs> you know, I mean that's you could see this game. That yeah, that's um having like head to head conversations at the end. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think won't end up mattering as much as maybe what it's what it is on this list? 
because of all the predictions early of who it could be in the you know everyone's picked to be in the uh the playoff i kind of feel like that 10th game on our list florida state clemson it almost feels like well it doesn't really it's a kind of a non-factor based on what everyone else thinks like a two sec teams the big 10 champ and possibly the pac-12 champ if it's like a one loss pac-12 champ champ I'm not hearing any conversation for the ACC, much less the Big 12, getting a team in. I mean, there's Texas. There's that love for Texas that we can't well, understand. You, but you see a little Florida State, maybe a little Clemson. But there's not a – I mean, it's just kind of a throw-in pick. Like, okay, I need a fourth team. Let's just get – blah. Let's get that ACC champ in there. That's, so that's why that – but it is September 23rd. It's early. It's early. How about you? I think it's going to matter when it's played because it's early. I don't think it's going to matter when it comes down to it. Like, it's going to be one, and I think it's that one. I think it's that Florida State-Clemson game. It's going to seem like it matters, especially if Florida State beats LSU. Oh, yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't so, either. And then it kind of takes <laughs> us the shine off of that game. Yes. But if if this game was in November, that would be an easy pick for me. Well, you know a game is in November that's not on this list? What? Let me make sure I'm not dumb here and overlooked it. Nope. Um... Uh, November 4th, Notre Dame is at Clemson. Yeah, it's down here on the five that just missed the cut just list. Just missed the cut? Mm-hmm. I just stuck with the top ten. That feels like that could be a more important game. I guess maybe I'm a little recent here after seeing how Notre Dame played. I feel like that could be a more important game than this September 23rd game with Florida State coming to Clemson. See. What if Clemson I – mean, let's see who Clemson got. I mean, let me see. They should – okay, if they get past Florida State – they go to Syracuse, which it's weird. They always have trouble there. I think they'll be all right. Wake Forest, at Miami, at NC State, and then Notre Dame. I mean, they could easily be undefeated going into that Notre Dame game. I think the game that's going to – I think the one that's going to end up mattering more than we think, and it's Notre Dame. Ohio State at Notre Dame. Yeah. And I liked Notre Dame first. Before the other last, before it was be- cool. Before last it was Saturday. cool, yes. But by, by drumming Navy, I liked them because I like Sam Hartman. That dude is a good, good, good quarterback. And Notre Dame's schedule sets up outside of that trip to Clemson. Their other big ones are right there on their home field: Ohio State first, USC in middle of October. I think that one that because it's going to give if Ohio State wins it, there's just a little question about them because of the quarterback and who's it going to be and you know we're going to they're 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 on this list three different times. Ohio State is with Michigan, Penn State, and Notre Dame. That's there's going to be I tell you what, September or uh, November the fourth. 
is going to be an unbelievable day of college football. Washington's at USC. Notre Dame's at Clemson. LSU is at Alabama. And then the most entertaining series of the last almost two decades is that day as well. You know what that is? Hmm. Bedlam. Oh, of course. That's right. That's going to be an unbelievable day of college football. Is there a game? Let's talk about the Big 12. So the Big 12 does not have a conference game in what she considers the top 10 and then also the five games that just missed the cut. Matter of fact, they they don't have a conference game on the five that will surprise. Only three games in this entire list have a Big 12 team in it. Texas and Bama, Oregon at Tech, and then West Virginia at Penn State. Do you think that is... So what does she think West Virginia is going to do anything at Penn State? Well, it's, a, it's why she has it in the surprise category. If there's a surprise. I think all this is, here's what she did. She went down through some of these kind of fringe, I mean, Tennessee, Oregon, Penn State, Washington. Those are kind of the, the they're not the first choice in their conference, right? But they're teams that people think might be good enough to be there at the end. Well, she went down through their schedules and went, okay, what's one that might be a surprise that they could lose outside of the one she already put on the list? Well, she can't have Tennessee and Georgia as a surprise. So she picked Virginia. You know, Oregon's playing those conference games against Washington and USC and whatever. So she has to pick Tech. And I think that's where West Virginia falls into this. Just as the maybe her shocking upset for one of these teams that have true college football playoff aspirations. Okay, Heather. (laughs) Who else is on Penn State's? Schedule that uh, maybe she could have chosen from. Well, it'll look. Uh, I mean, there are some games that you can, teams you can click on, and others you can't. The Big Ten Conference, Penn State plays. Okay, you think Delaware Blue Hens? I don't know. UMass? Are you talking about out of conference games? Well, or? If that's what she's going off of. It has West Virginia, Delaware, and Mass UMass. I guess that's the, other, the only the choice other, she had non-conference. Obviously, maybe Iowa, but Iowa's at Penn State. Is this a neutral or is it? It's in Happy Valley. No, that's in Happy Valley. Yeah. Here's the deal: there really wasn't much to pick from. If you're going to, I mean, if there's going to Penn State, I guess not. Who had a nice year? Was it Illinois or Indiana last year? Illinois. Uh, Penn State out of Illinois. It's a conference game, I know. I'd be more inclined to say that's more of an upset than West Virginia beating Penn State at Penn State. Prove better me chance wrong, of, Neil Brown. No, wait a minute. Prove better chance wrong. of it happening or a bigger upset if it does? Because if West Virginia wins at Penn State, to me that's a whole hell of a lot more shocking mm-hmm. than Illinois winning on their home field against Penn State. Well, I think what's more likely to happen, though. Yeah, yeah. That's well, that's I'm why saying. this is a surprise. Yeah. I mean – Listen, she's just running out of stuff to talk about at this point and just choosing things out of thin air. Just stop talking, Heather. That's all I said. Well, you, uh, I should have just taken the byline. she's getting paid by the word. I should have taken the byline off of yours so it wouldn't cloud your judgment on this list. 
All right, who's what? What's a game? Let's let's go back to the Big Twelve though. Do you think she is right to not include I just, a Big Twelve conference game as one of the top fifteen? No, I think OU Texas needs to be in it. God, I think they both can come in. OU should be fine and get into that game undefeated. You think with that schedule, and then Texas could come in with. I don't even want to say more than likely one loss. I'm really intrigued by that Alabama game. But they could become – so a a combined one loss, and it would feel like the big – or the the OU Texas games of old when they would always say the winner of this game is going to have the inside track for a Big 12 championship. Yeah, the problem – I think the problem with including that one is the Bama game because – if Texas comes in with one loss, like most people probably think they will, then if Oklahoma wins that game, Texas is done. And I don't know how much faith anybody has in Oklahoma after last year to then carry that forward as, at worst, a one-loss Big 12 champ. I, I, so are we? I, I think there's going to be a Big 12 game I do think there's going to be a conference game that matters in the top 15 of this list. I do. By the time the season's over, I just don't have any idea what game it's going to be because I don't really have any idea how good anybody is. Yeah, even the defending champs were kind of were kind of well. Well, it's K-State. What, what do we know about I mean, K-State? Yeah, it, even, it, even that game. Even if we knew, even if they had a whole bunch coming back. It's still K State and TCU. It's just not that. The names just aren't that sexy, if we're being honest. That doesn't mean they can't be fantastic. I mean, obviously, we saw a year ago how good both of those teams were. But it also loses some shine, no matter what anybody wants to say. When when an Alabama team that we would probably consider a down Alabama team last year, compared to what they've been, just shellacks Kansas State. In the Sugar Bowl, and then uh, TCU, yeah, they they won a playoff game, which gets so lost in the shuffle because of the beatdown they took in the title game. I mean, every everybody loves Michigan, me included. Guess what? At TCU, team nobody wants to talk about beat them on a neutral field. That's right, but. It is what it is. I mean, it just comes with the territory of those names. That's why, you know, the helmet does matter at the end of the day. Right. At least on lists like this. But I, I don't think there's any doubt a Big 12 game, a Big 12 conference game, will be one of the 10 most important games that shapes the playoff. But if uh, you're not. the text line, I was, I was looking at it, and he's right. The three of them can be on Kansas State's schedule itself. I mean, they they have TCU, they have Texas, they have Oklahoma State. I mean, shoot, throw four in there. Texas Tech. Right. I mean, you see what I'm saying? There's, yeah, but, they're, they're but Kansas State but, has to be good for that to happen. Right. You can see them. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they do have to go to Missouri. I mean, they, they could trip up in that game. You could see Central Florida kind of the, you know, they were the nation's darling team a few short years ago. Gus Malzahn could have them 
ready for Kansas State when they come to Manhattan. They got to go to Stillwater on a Friday night. Feels like kind of a trap game for them. Oh yeah. I think if you were making a list, golly, October or November fourth has Kansas State at Texas. Right. Jeez. But but it's hard, and this is where oh my goodness, I'm about to say it. Why Heather probably didn't put that game on the list because. Everything I just said about Kansas State, it could be a non-factor game. I mean, shoot, do we? Everyone's kind of on the fence of is Texas back or not? Yeah, do we trust them or not? So why would we put that November fourth game on there? But by the time that game gets here, Texas could have three losses, Kansas State could have four losses, and it means nothing. That's exactly right. And and here's the problem with the Big Twelve this year: there isn't a team out there that anybody trusts. Right. Because no one, the, the the one team worthy of trust in the history of the conference, nobody has any clue about because they went six and seven with a coach that didn't even look like he realized he was the damn head coach. Trying to call the defense all the time. And that's the only team that you would trust is Oklahoma because they're the only ones that have proven worthy of being trusted in the preseason to get to at least, you know, the playoff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think if, if, if Oklahoma, if the if the name Oklahoma was attached to the to the team of Texas, I think you would see a lot more a lot more love for the Longhorns. If they're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it would have been they just, they haven't done it unbelievably. They haven't even been in the conversation of making the playoff yet. I mean, not even on the periphery of the conversation of making the playoff yet. You talking about Texas? Texas, yes. Oh, what's his name? Picked him last time. No, no, no. But I'm saying since it's been, they haven't even been close. Oh no, no, no. You mean in the past? In the past, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Coming into this season, no. they haven't even been, they haven't been in the conversation. In by the by the time the first playoff poll was released, they've never been in the position to make it. Not at, at all. any point. Not that. <laughs> I'd love to see that. What? How many losses each year that they've had when the initial poll comes, when the initial rankings come out? I would. They're has, out. Of, they're, you're right. They're out of the conversation. Has there ever been a time when they just had two? Maybe 2018, when they ended up playing in the title in the title game at Jerry World against Kyler and that OU team. Would that be the closest? That's got to be the closest. By the way. Breaking news. Breaking sports news. Breaking schedule update. Schedule. Friday night, Tornado Bowl. Don't get there till 7.30. Due to the high temperatures at kickoff, Clinton McGinnis will not kick off till 7.30 as opposed to 7. All right. So that's a little breaking news there on the old Twitter sphere. I guess that turf, I could see why we're not doing it here. We're on grass. I guess the turf can feel a little hot. You can. Um, anything else on this list? Uh, not really. Um, Where do you stand on Bama? Man, we talk about a mystery. And you talk about like a team that you, nobody t- trusts a team in the Big 12. But me, on the other hand, has a lot of trust in Nick Saban in Alabama, even though they're replacing a quarterback and 
they're outside of the top. What, what are they? Five, four. Yeah, something like four. That. Yeah. But uh, I I can't bet against them. But they got some big games in, in LSU at Alabama. Obviously, one of the biggest. They're all at home. They are all, all at home. There, there you go. See, there's a the, reason the to three, trust them. The three big ones are all in Tuscaloosa with Texas, with LSU, and with Tennessee. All those games are at home. Question is, and Ole Miss also, a ranked team at home. Question is, can can A and M? Is that a trip up spot? Because they have to go to College Station. Could it be Auburn at the end of the year? Why? You know, give Hugh Freeze all year to turn something into nothing. And he was kind of the Bama killer at Ole Miss, right? I can't wait to see that. We'll pick. Well, I tell you what, let's do. We'll pick our conference champs. We'll do that tomorrow, and the playoff tomorrow. Yeah, we can do that. All right, so everybody get your. Get your conference champs, your college football playoff, your national champs ready to go. We'll do that before Zach gets here. I'm looking up uh, the the Texas thing and the college football playoff. 18, they had two losses. That's the best they've been. I guarantee you that's and the best they they've been. they debuted at 17 in that first initial poll. So that was 2018. That was 2018. I wish I can continue to look at this. Right, you, Anyways, let's take a break. Yeah, you're right. They just have they not just been. haven't even been in the conversation. No. It's Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We'll come back tell you more about Rodney and the gang down there at Paul Jones Drug. Wrap it up with some high school football games of the week. Skinny on Sports, right here on the Sports Animal. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Fascinating numbers that Jared's going to tell us here in just a second about. Oh, I clicked off. Well, we can remember it close enough. Welcome back. Closing closing up shop on a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Rodney and the gang at 809 North Main Street right here in Elk City. Convenience packaging. We talk about it every week. It's because it's awesome. No longer... Do you have to get about, oh, I don't know, eight or ten pill bottles? Make sure you read the labels right. Make sure you put them in the right spot with the right dosage in the right day with your pill caddy. No, 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 no. Paul Jones Drug does that for you. That way you just got to open up the package, take your medicine, boom, you're out the door and done with that each and every day. Durable medical equipment, which is your walkers, your canes, your crutches. Most insurances are accepted, and it's not just the medical stuff. Really cool gifts and greeting cards also available down at Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main. Paul Jones Drug is care you can trust. Okay, Jared, so we were look you you were looking up how many times Texas has been ranked in the college football playoff poll. 
Yeah, it's um, not a lot. They first appear in, what? in 2018. I believe that's right. I, I clicked off of it. The highest they the highest they were ranked the the highest they have been ranked ever in a college football playoff poll is number seventeen. Yes, in twenty eighteen, and I believe it was twenty twenty. Yes, but it, you're and they've right. only been ranked in what three different seasons, three or four, like three, three out of ten. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, out of nine so far. Yeah, you're right. They're, but it it just proves what you said. They have not been in the conversation of making the Final Four, like, ever. No. They've barely been in the conversation of making the top 25 of this poll. So that's why, it's why a lot of people, it's hard to trust them. Like ah, oh, you tell us you're back. You tell us you're back. History says you're 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 not back. We'll see. I'm gonna wait and see. 2018 was a really good year for them, but we're still like nine had, and four. They they had some bad losses, like opening against Maryland, losing. Oh yeah, that was back when they couldn't beat Maryland. Right. So. That's why, again, the the Alabama thing, because of I trust Alabama, I don't trust Texas, it will definitely change my tune if Texas goes in there and pulls off a win. And that's why it's so strange that that line is so low. It makes you think that Vegas knows something about Texas, but we don't. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that should be... 10 to 14 in my mind. But it's not yet. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that will I promise you if they go in and Tuscaloosa and win the hype that you're looking for will be suffocating. Oh yeah, it'll be a featured story every day or every Saturday morning on Then all of a sudden you're right. October 7th, at least on October 7th, that game's that game becomes massive. In the Red River rivalry. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Because, I mean, Oklahoma, they cannot be worth a damn, but they, their schedule is so bad that you can't really see them losing one until that game. No, I mean, the since, I mean Cincinnati, uh, hard to see it. It's at Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati might be it. the worst team in the Big 12. Yeah. They have, they've, they've lost so much. So much. Terrible timing for them to get to come into the Big 12. Terrible timing for Iowa State and what's happening to them. Yeah, I don't even, who's going to have – I don't know. Is it? I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say the toughest game for OU in the first four is SMU at home. I could agree with that. All right, let's look at some of these high school games this week. They are some – Future ACC member, SMU. <laughs> yeah. Who will not get paid. There are some massive games. There are some good games this week. I mean massive. The number one, the number one on the list, and I'm so glad. It probably helps that a couple of the teams right below them lost last week. I'm so glad that the the smaller schools got the love, and that's Class Two A defending champion Millwood against. Oh no, I guess Millwood was a runner up. They lost to Washington against Class Three A defending champ Heritage Hall. Number one, 
Indians yeah. number one. They wouldn't get the love if they weren't in Oklahoma City. <laughs> but um, it did, but but I will agree that it is. They got it right. It is the best game this in the state. A couple OU commits on either side mm-hmm. with Jaden Nickens for Millwood, Andy Bass for Heritage Hall. Come down a little bit. You know, we were baffled on Friday night why it was showing why Squirrel was showing a tie. Yeah, the Wagner. It's because Wagner didn't play. Didn't play. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Does Squirtle have an administrator that looks at that? Uh, and that may have been about the time that everything was going down there in Dill City, and who knows? Uh-huh. But Wagner at Kawita. Kawita took a beating last week to Carl Albert, which probably so will everybody else. Uh, but Wagner opens the season prohibitive favorite in Class Four A against a good team. Kawita is a good team. I can't wait to kind yeah, of see Wagner see what happens there. Licking their chops, wanting revenge in that one. Kawita got him last year, and this one's at Kawita. Right out here, we just told you it starts at seven thirty instead of seven o'clock. You have McGinnis at Clinton. Irish got the better of the Red Tornadoes a year ago. Both teams won their opener, thirty-five twenty for McGinnis over Putnam City. Clinton beat Kingfisher twenty to nothing. I'm ready to see what happens there. Yeah, first a big two test for Clinton. First McGinnis, then Heritage Hall. We mentioned earlier come or at at Heritage Hall. No, it's here. No, it's out it's here at Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, uh, we'll see what Clinton got. Well, they look solid against Kingfisher. I mentioned the the line play was impressive to me, but also it's impressive and it's always impressive in any level of football for me is when you can. Uh, throw a show at, shutout, pitch a shutout. So maybe maybe Clinton's forte is their defense this year, but they got a tough task slowing down McGinnis. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a that's a really interesting game. McClinton, I don't know any, I don't know what people expected last week, but you're right to be able to to hang a zero. No matter who you're playing, because you know, it, it, inevitably it feels like in those games as it wears down and wears along, you know, when you get your other guys in there, something happens and mm-hmm. there's a, you know, it ends up being six or seven, and for them to put that continue that zero, some other games like Lincoln Christian and Jones is a pretty awesome game. Where it's kind of some some smaller schools, as opposed to just firing out the the best big school game, Washington and Sulphur. You know, you mentioned Ada. I didn't read in this the little blurb here. One of their better players transferred to Sulphur. Hmm. Demontre Patterson. Didn't know that. Yeah, Sulphur Bulldogs. They're they're pretty, they're always pretty they're good. They're always right at the top there, contending. And of course, Washington is loaded. That could be a real fun one. I don't know why you put Carl Abro on this list. <laughs> Okay, good luck, <laughs> Midwest City. <laughs> Maybe in the last uh, – found another one where both teams, they had ranked or something. I guess. I still can't believe – Or I, they're in the city. It's still just the craziest thing when you look at McGinnis. Everyone else has them in their top five, and then you look at this game and they're not ranked. I don't get it. I don't get it either. 
It had to. It has to have been. Someone's overlooking. Just an overlook, and they haven't realized it yet. Somebody send Nick Sardis a text. Tell him he forgot to rank McGinnis in 5A. I mean, Barry Trammell leaves and everything goes to poo-poo over there. He would be at least going, hey, guys, I know I'm not on the high school beat or anything, but isn't McGinnis good? <laughs> well, and what's crazy, this is two weeks in a row that they've forgotten. Maybe they know something we don't. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they do. Maybe they know something that nobody else in the state knows because everyone else kind of likes McGinnis. Yeah. Yeah, that, and what's funny that is, blows your city city area theory out of the water, Jared. Oh, no, it won't. You see the predictions. You see the predictions on Thursday from this publication, and they'll have McGinnis winning by like twenty five over a ranked Clinton team. Yeah, I don't think because that's like oh happen. well that that it's an Oklahoma City team. I think it'll be, can't lose subscribers. I guarantee it'll be less than a touchdown pick either way. Guarantee you. No, I think Millwood Heritage Hall is. That seems awesome. It was a great game last year. Heritage Hall won 35-28. Yeah. Let's see if Heritage Hall had a good recruiting year. Oof. We know McGinnis didn't. <laughs> the portal giveth I guess, and the portal taketh away. I guess away. that's what they know. I guess that's what the Oklahoma knows about them. They're keeping track of the portal. Yeah, they lost two of their better players. Uh, yes, Bixby is still great question on the text yeah. line 100% yeah alright everybody have a great day go out and watch some softball or some middle school football we'll be back tomorrow you've been listening to the skinny on sports podcast with Aaron Cow. be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available thanks for listening that ball is blistered to right way back goodbye Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.